Welcome, everybody, to the Grief Podcast, episode number 182, coming at you at a relatively regular, uh, this is like two weeks. This is another two-weeker. We haven't done this in like six years, Alex. I, I, I don't want to say people should be happy about it. I don't I don't want to say it either, but I, I can't even get through the intro because I am so bewildered at us for being adults and sticking to a schedule. Tiggs. We're two grown men. Yep. <laughs> and we are going to. A lot of people think a lot of work goes into this. So like that's why it must take so long. Well, that, yeah, exactly. Uh, that like the quality has to be just so that well, we can put something out. People don't know that we script the entire thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we ship it overseas. Mm-hmm. It's animated. Yep. Um, and then we strip all that out. <laughs> And just and just work with the script that we sent them initially. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of uh, you know we have to. It has to go uh, against a board, a practice. What, what's it like? A sensor board. Yeah. They have to make sure that everything is everything's okay, appropriate. Nothing. Yeah. No. Um, no bad content. You know, we've been dinged before in the past. We don't want to get dinged again. It's a family show. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Disney bought it. Disney, Disney bought it, then dropped it. So us yeah. and Spider-Man, you know, sitting there, not not the worst of company. Well, no, no. Uh, that's why we're finally teaming up. Uh, it's going to be us. Uh, the bad wig that Woody Harrelson had at the end of Venom. Yep. Uh, it's going to be one of the lobsters that Tom Hardy bit. Yep. And, and uh, it's we're the new X-Men is really what this is going to come down to. Like, this is the reboot of X-Men is us. Absolutely. I, I um, think that we could finally do, and, God, you know, God Loves yeah. Man Kills. We could do that. I think so. Yeah. Uh, onslaught. Onslaught, yeah. <laughs> and, let's, and, you know, just like uh, Deadpool 2. If you look out, you might just see Brad Pitt while you're watching this just this a, podcast. Just a quick cameo from Brad. He's if you're if you're on the video feed, yep, which I know you all are, yep, because that's the only way to listen to this podcast is on the video feed. Now, I mean, like you can you uh, can do the classic if you really want to, but it's it's not the same. It's not the same um, because we had uh, Denise Villeneuve. Uh, <laughs> well, he does great work. I love that oh Blade God. Runner and, and so quickly, right? I like, know. he just puts out these new movies so fast, but they're so well done. And they're all, like, three Arrival hours long. Three years. <laughs> yeah. Like, how are you doing this? He's just like, well, whatever. It all works. It's a little, little go. And the whole time, he's like, he's he has one screen up doing our podcast. Yep. And then he's looking over at another that's got the new Dune that he's working on on there. And he just starts yawning at it and say, this is going to be bullshit compared to the Grief Podcast. So the Grief Podcast is the new Dune. We're ba- we're like, I think that we're going to become the Emperor of Dune. I am, I am wearing a cod piece. Just like, oh, no, that's Labyrinth. No, no. Well, I don't know why I put this on then. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Just leave it on for the show. Uh, it brings in the viewers, so might as well just ha- keep it going. Keep it going. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah. say anything. Um, uh, and Sting would be on later. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you, you know, classic, classic Dune protagonist uh, and <laughs> singer of Every Breath You Take. Uh, Sting will be here to perform Every Breath You Take. 
You have turned into a monster. Oh, no. Oh, no. Am I back? <laughs> nope. Still a monster. Still a dune-like creature. It's crazy how well we planned this and how this is all in the story. I'm hungering for spice. <laughs> there we go. Or something. It's yeah. A little bit better. Yeah, we're there now. That's what dune's about, right? Spice trading? It's about... Listen, do you ever go to the supermarket... Yep. Buy some cinnamon. Yes. <laughs> some oregano. Yep, totally. Wonder how it gets there. Yeah, all the time. Well, from a dune. Oh. Have you seen David Lynch's Dune? Um, literally 20 years ago. <laughs> Have you read the Dune books? Or yes, the first like 10 book? years ago. Yeah. Can you tell me a single thing about Dune? Yeah, it's Paul Atreides. He is the Sakar son. <laughs> Am I right? Is these all real things? I don't know. I've done both of those things in the similar time frame and honestly couldn't tell you a single thing. He's got a dude that's like a, a son of a royal family and his some dude that's like very clearly evil betrays him. Yeah. And then he turns out he gets like exiled. He's got powers, I think, for some reason. And they're worms. And there are worms. They're really big sandworms. I think he's got a friend named Duncan. Is there really a, someone named Duncan in the Dune universe? I'm pretty sure. What and he's it? he's got all these donuts with him. Dune was weird, man. Yeah, and the crazy thing is there's a thousand sequels. His son, Frank Herbert's son, is still yeah. Duncan Idaho. Nailed it. Wow. Um, That's not just a location. It's your. Do you think they turn to him every now and then? They're like, you're my own private. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. But I, we can all dream. It's true. Like the, there's been a bunch. Like there's still like the Children of Dune. Uh, like Emperor, like God Emperor of Dune. I think um, Frank Herbert wrote like what three? Custodian of Dune. Oh my God, uh, Dance Club of Dune. Oh my god, Dune Dance Moms is my favorite. Oh my gosh, uh, The Real Housewives of Dune. <laughs> okay, I think that actually would be alright. <laughs> I could see that as like a YouTube sketch from like 2011. That would be on Funny or Die? Yeah. For sure. Not quite up to college humor level, but we're getting there. <laughs> like, ah, there's like 600 likes on this, but like... 500 on dislikes on it so we're not gonna really it's good ratio it's actually not a bad ratio i think that we still have a skit on college humor or funny or die one of them it still lives up there somewhere it does not have great reviews that it's be... funny it's a funny it's a funny enough premise I if you it find it funny enough premise. we're not going to talk about it anymore but all, all filmed in pete and uh and uh, adam's old apartment in the bronx um I think if we set up a mixer, yeah, we should absolutely watch it on there. Okay, mm -hmm. oh, give live commentary. Yeah, of course. Oh my we'll, god, it'll, we'll be we'll be transforming the content. There's no way you can copyright strike yourself. No, that's true. Imagine if imagine if Adam <laughs> likes fucking <laughs> ding do. <laughs> that would be hysterical. <laughs> like uh, I don't. This is not under the terms of use that is on this website. Uh God, the internet is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's insane. It's it's so weird. Alex, how you been doing? Great tigs. We're we're almost done with summer. Finally. I kept thinking to myself, when 
is this going to stop world's going to stop being kind of relaxing? Yeah. Uh, people are carefree. They're love is in the air. Love is in the air. Um, I want to go back to, I want New York city to be cold and unforgiving again. Almost there. (laughs) Yeah. Almost there. Do you, do you you think that much like our spring this year, which lasted for all of about 10 days, Absolutely. Um, what do you do? You think autumn's going to be the same? You think we're going to have a quick fall? Well, here's my here's my fan theory for fall. Okay. Okay. Fall's going to open. Okay. Wide shot. Yep. <laughs> you have Kylo Ren <laughs> sitting by himself. Okay. A single leaf changes color and falls. Okay. He looks he looks down at his helmet, and it's. It was smashed before, it was. but he's put some duct tape on it. Okay. It doesn't look great. <laughs> he didn't use the force to fix it or anything? Uh, he went to, he thought he had it, and, like, <laughs> no one would notice with just, like, some glue. And... But the, everyone says it looks fine, but, like, he it knows it. He full. knows it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Um, and then um, it's probably going to be way too hot for a way too long. And then when you least expect it, about three days, it's going to be nice. We're all going to comment on how much we love all these layers that we're wearing. And it's so convenient to just be able to, to, to put on a sweatshirt before you go out and then take it off when you get home. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> out of nowhere, yeah. one day, you wake up, you see, oh, it's, there's a chance of rain tomorrow, and it's getting a little chilly. And that's fine. And then here but comes. no. Yeah. It's absolute crazy snow for one day. You're completely unprepared. You have no clothes with you that fit right. Everything's in storage. And day's this, ruined. This is the plot of the new Star Wars? Is that where we're going with this? Yeah, That's... because who do you think did that? It was the Emperor. He's been back the whole time. That's why that one shot looks like they're on Endor. They're going to their old Star Destroyer, not Star Destroyer, Death Star. Uh, because the Emperor's been there by himself, just kind of hanging out the whole time. Um, he's got a, a room with some guys. Uh, they kind of just kick it, mainly those red guards. Yeah, they they barista about three days a week, and, you know, they make enough make to a get living. by. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, is this a, uh, all right, like, without all of the, the winter stuff, is this, a ser- is this a real theory on what's going to happen in the next Star Wars? Like the Endor shot and everything like that? Is that real? Tiggy. Oh, Tiggy, please, come on. Because <laughs> you have no idea how uh, excited all of what you just said made me. Uh, with the the idea of like a sitcom where the Emperor is a, bar, a barista because he used to be rich and in charge, but now he's got to live with all the guys he used to be. It's a wacky situation. It seems like it would be a robot chicken sketch. Uh, no, but straight up, uh, people believe that they are, uh, spoiler, I guess, if you're angry about hearing about speculative things. Um, um, <laughs> so not really a spoiler, more just speculation. <laughs> it's, it's speculation. speculation. Um, oh you are it's, turning it's, into a monster again. I am a robot. Yep. Totally robot. Does it sound, does it sound cool when I said that, though? It actually did kind of sound cool when you said that. <laughs> it's like, we should just use drops of all these and like make like a prog rock band oh my god oh why haven't we thought about that yeah we could also how come no one started a new prog rock band <laughs> is prog dead 
Um, you know, weirdly, it is not. We are having a lot of prog rock concerts at work. Oh, that sounds awful. We have Alan Parsons Project coming up. We had Todd Rundgren. No, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. People love prog rock still. People love Todd Rundgren. I don't think I've ever listened to a Todd Rundgren album before. Uh, I, I don't think I can blame you. I feel like your dad has. I'm sure he has, yeah. I was never like, I mean, there were certain like certain bands in prog rock that I would listen to, but a lot of the big ones, like like King Crimson, I don't know. I couldn't sure. name a single King Crimson song, nor, nor I don't think I Yeah, you know, like, you know, Rush, yes, yes. and... yeah. What, Styx not even considered prog no, rock? No, no. no Styx isn't prog rock. Styx was just like arena rock, basically. Yeah. Um, but anyway, wait, hold on. Back to Star Wars. Yeah, sure. Fuck, someday I want to see like a like a, like a a map of like where our tangents go. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, someone visualized this. It could be used to like study bad brains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, they like like here's how you make a good podcast, and then they show this uh, the graph of like everything we've done. Like, there's this one line that you can go down that these two never did. That's a good podcast. That's a good podcast. <laughs> That's a good podcast. Um. So, so yeah, it's believed that one shot that they are like when they're I, I forget where it is in the in the trailer, but like it looks like they're like at some sea on some some foresty planet. Okay. And there's like wreckage in the like the water or something like that, oh. and they believe they are returning to uh, the Death Star. That's cool. That's like, yeah, it I, is. I'm into. I I I've seen that first trailer like a couple times, which is different. Like uh, when, when the last one came out, um, the new one came out today or yesterday. I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen I have the new trailer. Seen. But I mean, like when the last movie came out, I didn't watch the trailer at all, uh, which is difficult for someone who goes to like three movies a week. Because any time a Star Wars trailer were like whenever it would come on, I would have to run out of the theater. <laughs> I, I and I did I that for a full for... year. It's not worth it to to not watch the trailer. Yeah, I know. I, did it really change? I, how much did it impact your your view of the movie? I don't know, but I love the last movie. Did you? I thought it's okay. No, I loved and, it. Uh, anyway. Not neither here nor there. We don't have to talk about the Star Wars movie right now. But uh, maybe there's some Star Wars games you've been playing, or possibly just absolutely not. No. But, oh God. No, just keep playing this. Uh, no, uh, but yes, that is one thread that people say. Uh, anyway, that's a big speculation thing. That's interesting. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm gonna yeah. need to watch the new trailer. Uh, I'll probably do that. Yeah. Because the Emperor's back. I, I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah, they no. did in the expanded universe. It's, Why not? It's a little weird. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they... they yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about it either. Um, they, they always do weird stuff in the Expanded Universe. The books and, like, the cartoons and stuff like that. Like, you know, Darth Maul was, like, alive in, like... A, had, like, robot legs? Did yeah. It, like, Cause, like, I wanted to say he had, like, crab survived. legs or something. Because, like, when he fell down that shaft, he, like, half... Like, the top half of him, like, survived. And he just, like, used the Force to survive for a while, I guess. That's the thing is you can force your way out of just about anything. I know it's it's, it's such an easy out. Everything is the force, isn't it? Though, yeah, kind of. Everything is the force, Alex. Everything is the force. And can you tell me about some video games you've been playing recently? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Uh, Tiggs, let's. I'm going to keep on going on an oldie first. All right, Uh, right. 
trying to finish up Bloodstained right now. How is it going? So, again, I don't know if there was a patch or something like that made it a lot further okay. than I had before. Yeah. Playing better. I am enjoying it. Either it's playing better or I've just gotten used to it. Okay. Definitely still has a lot of slowdown. Graphics, you know, obviously still aren't the best being on the Switch. Um, but I definitely like, I, I got to like a new area and stuff like that. And I don't the game just, it's, it clicked a little bit more. I still don't know what I'm doing in terms of crafting and cooking and, and things like that. But I'm enjoying the exploration and the boss fights right now. And nice. I think supposedly I only have two more sections and a boss rush left. Oh, okay. How are... So, so tell me about the bosses. Uh, like, are they like big screen filling bosses? Are they? Like... Yes. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and like one was uh, like a two headed dragon that like shoots fire from each side, and you have to, you know, jump from side to side and slash. And okay, uh, one was like a guy that gave you the double jump, and he was flying all around. And you know, there's environmental, you know. Uh, both like obstacles and protections that you have to use to to dodge and get around these guys, and um, you know they kind of do a lot of the the Castlevania like rotating of the you know screen as you're you're walking around and Ooh, stuff like seven, that in the background. Seven. Yes, yeah, they okay. they they did that. So you know that's nice effects. So I've been enjoying that part of it. This is, I, I was going to jump back into Bloodstained, and I jumped back into another game instead, just because I, I was, I'm still not 100% on where the patch situation is on the Switch right now. Um, I wouldn't hold your breath if it's been two and a half months. It's been two and a half months. I feel like, yeah, if I'm going to jump back into it, it should be now, and I, and I should just kind of play it and, and stuff like that. Yeah, so the maybe, game came out the last week of June. Yeah. So I, I think at this point, like before, what's the other one that's coming out? Blasphemous. I think that looks kind of similar in a lot of ways as well. Um, and so maybe I'll, yeah, I, because it's, it's supposed to be like, what, like nine hours or something like that? Bloodstained? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm ten hours in and I grinded a lot for a little while to get past one boss. Okay. So, All right. uh, And also I was just lost. Like there's a couple times where there's one character that's supposed to like give you tips and like tell you what to do next. They absolutely do not. Oh, get Castlevania to it? That sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, I... Well, this is kind of how I finally had my breakthrough. Uh, I think it was Friday night. I saw uh, you No, playing. or Saturday. I saw you playing. Yeah. Yeah, I played for, like, five hours or so. Um, and I finally just went, and I was like... I just looked at a, a fac and saw, where am I? And I saw I was, like, three-quarters of the way done. And just need to go talk to one person to get access to another part of the map and, and everything. And it was like, oh, that's so stupid. That's annoying. But yeah, it's it's fine. It's good. It's But just occasionally, don't be above looking at for what you have to do. Yeah, I, I'm never I'm never above that. Like, I'll take any help that I can get most of the time. So uh, I, I do want to put it in uh, and just kind of like boot it up, play it for a little while, see if I at least feel... If it still feels as sluggish as it did on, like, day one or two or whatever when I was playing it, I'll, that might be, like, the turnoff for me. But I do – it is something that I'm really interested in playing. I really – I like the Castlevania feel of it. Yeah. It I feels that like a proper really, Castlevania game. Yeah, and I like the magic. I like the – I like all the shard things that you're getting, all the different powers that you get yeah. from from all the – the, the enemies, I think that's really fun. The fact that you have a bajillion different powers you could equip. 
I, I, I really enjoy that part of it and just nice. playing around and like, like, you know, you, you can hold down, uh, I think it's like the left bumper and you get a wheel that you can like have different, like kind of like slots of, uh, profiles of like all your different pairings of weapons and magics and all that. Stuff. Okay. So that's been- since I started using that and changing around on the fly and being like, okay, I'm going to my whip version guy now. Yeah. Like my fire guy. Then I'm going to like my, my gun one. And like, then I'm going to like, like since I started doing that, I've been having a lot more fun. Okay. That, that sounds, yeah, that sounds really cool. Like using everything. Cause I think before I was like, I like this one sword yeah. and I'm going to stick with this one sword. Uh, and it was really getting boring cause I was just grinding and I was just getting money. Uh, to try to craft better stuff eventually, but it's it's thinking too much about this game and trying too hard for it to be maybe it's not to say that it's not good, but to to to, to try to make it something that it's not. Right. Don't be afraid uh, to change it up. Yeah. Okay. It's a good tip. Uh, other than that, I finally started uh, Devil May Cry Five when it came Ooh, to Game Pass. Yeah. Tell me what you think so far. So I played the first three missions uh, okay. in, in the prologue. Yeah. So I like it. It takes more time. It does. And like I, I, I would completely understand just dropping it right now because the first like five missions or so, six missions maybe, it's like it's uh, playing as Nero, right? I, I don't think he, yeah. I think he's the weakest character uh, of the three that you play as throughout the game. Um, they'll like to just, uh, like as far as movesets go, um, it does get better if you stick with it, but I would, if you were just be like, I got this for free, I played it for an hour and I'm done. I would a hundred percent agree. I would hundred percent understand that, uh, that reasoning. There's something about the chains in it yeah. and the combos that doesn't feel quite as good as like a Bayonetta. It doesn't. No, it a hundred percent doesn't. And once you unlock, you're, you're going to unlock V, I think mission seven or eight, I think is when you, when you play as V for the first time and you will, if you're anything like me, like I would be able to get like maybe a B combo with Nero and then with V, I would be getting like S plus every single time and I wouldn't understand why. Really? That's yeah. interesting. I like, like, again, like I, I, for the most part, I think it seems like, you know, they're going back to to that universe of stuff, it is completely incom- incomprehensible as to what's going on. Yep. Uh, I watched the movie beforehand to like catch up on Devil May Cry. Oh yeah, the one where it leaves and, like, out my, DMC completely. Com- oh well, yeah. Yeah. My eyes just kind of glazed over, and I was like, I. It was kind of like uh, Kingdom Hearts three all over again. Nice. Where I was just like, I. You're saying all these words. And they don't mean anything to me. None of them mean anything, yeah. Uh, But I'm sure it does to a lot of people. I think it is such a shame how little they care about DMC. I like that game. I I love DMC. I think that DMC might be the best of the Devil May Cry series, honestly. I think it's my favorite one to, like, like, it was one that I, I played through it, like, two times, maybe. And just, it was so easy and just like fun to play and and the, the combo system in that was great and flying around and that thing was great and just like chaining different combo it doesn't feel like that Th- this one doesn't feel like that and and that's probably like the biggest detractor for me but people did not like dmc apparently yes so people completely hate dmc now i again like i, I mentioned you before i've seen youtube videos where 
people talk about how terrible it is. I, th- I don't and understand it. There is, like, whole people having, like, breakdowns and, like, it's being used as, like, a, a, a conversation piece about a bad game. I think it's so weird. I thought that that game was well-received at the time, for, at least. And I don't know. Looking back, and I guess, granted, I haven't gone back and played it in, in a while, but even, like, that year it came out, that, 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 game, that was a game that I played a couple times. Uh, a lot of people are saying that I think that there was stuff with the developer uh, that he had sketchy or one of the lead guys that had oh. sketchy things about him and things like that. And he okay. was a bad dude and they lied to people about some of the stuff about the game, I think maybe too. And I don't know. There, there's whole breakdown videos of this stuff. And I, I might need to check and, out this video, these videos. Yeah. I've been not to derail us again, but no, did, no, you, no. did you watch that PT? Um... <laughs> I haven't watched that yet. I oh my God. It's so good. <laughs> It's like it's it's crazy how much they like they go in depth about that that playable teaser and like and the 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 thesis which they start off is like Silent Hills was never actually a game like that was never going to be a thing and the entire purpose for this was to like say screw Konami and you are going to pay to put out a trailer for a game that I'm going to make after you know, crazier things I'm sure have happened. Yeah. It's crazy, like, you going into it and, like, the the lines of dialogue they pull from the game and the things that happen in the game and, like, and the stuff that, like, really matches up with, like, stuff like that was happening to continue. It's, again, it's a reach, but, like... The Halo it. reach. It's a Halo reach. Um, but watch it because you, you will, you may, you're either going to come out of it being, like, crackpot or come out of it being just, like, that makes... Wow, I could totally see that. That is crazy if that's true. Okay, well, what if I'm staring at one of my pots that's got a crack in it? Oh, well, then that's obviously that's a crack pot. That's a cracked pot, not a crack pot. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, what if I'm staring at some some crystallized cocaine and some marijuana? That's all right. Well, that's crack pot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's... Touche. If, if you're doing that, then you'll say crackpot, probably. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, but so you're you're not not sold on Devil May Cry Five at this point. Uh, I like it. Uh, I think that I think it's fun. I think that the world is fun. I like you know. It's I, I, it's, it's it's crazy anime nonsense in in that in that type of of thing. And like it reminds me, obviously. I don't know. I guess it, I guess four was like that too, right? But this is definitely going goofier and goofier. Yeah, it, no, it get it gets way goofier. Like the further in you get, I'd I'd actually, you know what? I'd rather have them be goofy than make them like sad emo soft boys. No, that's true. Like, like I'd rather be them be like silly silly boys. Yeah, yeah, silly boys are always fun. Because uh, I feel like I mean, the first two Devil May Cry's are pretty serious. Yeah, like dead, like it's all played straight up, like. This at least, like... It's know. having fun with it. It's having fun with the stupid aspect of the game. And that's yeah. great. Yeah. And, I can, and I can absolutely get behind that. And I yeah. think on that, in that case, totally in for that. Yeah. Again, gameplay-wise, I don't know why it's not... I don't know if I'm just bad at it. I, I think that's what I, that's how I felt for most of the time until I unlocked the other characters. And I was like, I know I can play these characters. I don't know why I can't play Nero. And I, I think it is just, I, he's got slower controls, I think, or just slower actions to, like, really make the combos feel worthwhile. But Q 
keep going when you get the motorcycle. Yeah. That's a little after that. Or when you unlock V, it should be more fun. Also, I feel like, is it just me? Or when you're trying out a move, does it, like, tell you you've done the move right? Does it? I don't remember now. I don't think it does, because I was trying to, like, get down a move. I was like, I think I did this one. I don't think it does either. I think you're right. And that's such a weird thing to, like, not have, like, a ding. Or, like, have it, like, stay on the side, like, fighting game style, where, like, you, like, try out stuff, and it's, like, showing you all, like, the things you're doing. Like, perform this three times. And then, yeah. like, yeah, it tells you, like, you got it, you got it, you got it. Yeah, for some reason, I feel like it doesn't say when you're in the training area. Like, I don't know the animations I should be seeing for some of these moves. Right. And I think Bayonetta did that really well, too. Like, I think so. The loading screens were like, you'd be trying to do a move and you might not pull it off, but it would tell you the exact move that you were doing. Like and I felt like with Bayonetta, I feel like there was like, like the, the, the controls felt weirdly like, I don't know, like the response time felt snappier. Yeah. And I don't know, again, maybe just Nero, but I feel like there's a, yeah, you're right. There's a sluggishness or something to it. Yeah. I don't know. Other than that, I was playing some Tigs, I think. Well, I'll wait. I'll say that one. Uh, oh, shit. Now am I forgetting? Uh-oh. Am I totally now forgetting the games that I was playing? I, it sounds like the it. Weekend? It sounds like it. Nope, definitely not Stalin for Time. Not Stalin for Time. This is a time song. That I is... talked about Yoku's Island Express last time, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. In that case... Did you? Then... You talk about it again. <sighs> did I talk about this? I actually don't know if you did now. The pinball platformer. I don't... Did you? Uh, holy shit. Talk about it. Let's hear about it. Okay, I think I did talk about this before. But I've been playing Yoku's Island Express. It's a pinball platformer from, like, 2018, I think. Uh, free on Game Pass. Uh, you're this little beetle guy who's, like, tethered to a ball. And you're platforming around... Um, you're kind of, like, walking around and then going to, like, different areas where there'll be paddles. Okay. And you're kind of making your way through there and, like, doing little, like, little quests for people. And you're, like, a, you're, like, a delivery postman. You're Kevin Costner. <laughs> and you're, like, yes, yeah, so like you're, like, delivering. Yeah. Uh, and playing himself. <laughs> and and you're just, it's it's a it's a very non-strenuous game that you can play and like probably not even notice you're playing it. Okay. Uh, in terms of just like it, it's totally fine. Yeah. There's nothing great or offensive about it. Uh, I like it just because you know, if I get home I can just, holy shit, I gotta know if we talked about this last time. Are you looking it up? I can, so keep talking and then I will look it up. I don't remember ever uh, writing Yoku's Island Express, so I don't think we have. Okay, never mind. All right, so I will go into detail. About it. All right, that's fine. Uh, so no, we have not. Oh wow! So, so you'll you kind of like it's it's weird. So you'll go into you'll like go talk to someone. They'll be like, "These bad guys are are gunking up the tree because okay. it's like it's like an island." Obviously, uh, Yoku's yeah. island. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know if you're Yoku or Yoku is someone else. I got to check on that. <laughs> I gotta call some. I gotta make some calls. <laughs> yeah, see what you can find out. So, uh, you you kind of like get set like you, like there'll be a, almost like a plunger in a on a pinball table, and you'll go through one part, and all of a sudden you'll be on pretty much what's a pinball table, 
and okay. you'll have to, to, I don't know, it's usually what it is, is collect like three of these little runes and unlock a way to get to the next part of the stage. Okay. So that's one thing that's kind of a bummer about it, is that you have like the medium of pinball. Right. And you sort of end up doing the same thing. All right. Uh, and, and you know, there'll always be, like, you know, you eventually find there's, like, this one guy who's, like, um, the equivalent of saving your ball. I'm, I'm kicked back. Unlock me, and I'll, I'll stay at the bottom where these thorns are that if you fall through, it, like, takes away some of your, I don't know, I think it's your fruit. This is all sounds like nonsense. <laughs> this this sounds like complete nonsense. Everything you're saying sounds like nonsense right now. It kind of sounds like beautiful nonsense, though. This is the most simple game in the world, and I decided to go and make it sound as complicated <laughs> as possible. It's literally just walking from uh, one part to another, and then you platform using pinball battles. Okay. That's it? Yeah. It didn't it's sound like that. Nice... how you were describing it. It's got a nice, bright art style, and, okay. you know, you put on, like, put on a podcast and... Just you know, of, you're all good. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, sound, you've been you've been uh, talking about this to me like online a, a bunch, and I still have yet to play it. But it does sound like charming and, and fun. Yeah, it's I, I somehow again, it's like listen, a game that you can play without realizing. Like I'm probably playing it right now and don't notice. Uh, I I've only played it in three like three sittings, and I'm about forty percent done. Okay. And it could be a it could be a short game. Or I could have played it forever. <laughs> I kind of just zip, like blank out, like go into a fugue state. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, it might be being used to control my brain. Ooh. Uh, but I like it. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, I totally, if you have Game Pass, totally yeah. recommend it. All right. I got That is, I still haven't even downloaded it. And that's, that should be, once we finish this podcast, I'm going to go download that. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I dare you. All right, fine. I'll do it. Uh, man, I really wish I had, like, taken notes or something like that. I don't know why I'm like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the last game I've been playing yes, uh, is, as you have also, I know, been playing yes. before. We've talked about it before. But uh, Slay the Spire. Yeah, I've been playing this recently as well. Man, I really like this game. It's really good, right? Yeah, this is a roguelike collectible card RPG. Yep. I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah, and then like RPG in that you level up your cards, right? It's not like, or at least I haven't really found too many your character. Your your hit points and stuff level up, you, and you can get, but and not, you get not from like playing though, right? Like it's you'll find like you'll find a weird creature in like you'll go to like a question mark or something, and it'll be like, do you want us to do this or this? And like it could be like something could help you or, or not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. And then there'll be, like, different potions that'll do, like, weird, crazy things and stuff like that, but, yeah. And there's, like, those, like, the the relics, quote-unquote, which are yes. just, like, items that, that give you different status effects, or they can take something away, or, you know, give you extra, like, you know, if you die, it revives you with half health. Yep. Or it can... And so, like, as you keep playing, you keep getting more of these. So you'll, like, you know, get one where, like, get five plus five armor at the start of every... You know, encounter. Yeah. Get like it gets all. It, man, how different this game is every time. Completely. Yeah. And how 
it's amazing how tense it can make a collectible card like battle game. Yeah. And so there are, there's the three classes, um, which, and there's the iron clad, there's like the mage type class, and then there's the other mage type class, I guess. Yeah. I haven't played the third one yet. I've uh, been playing the third one. I started playing the third one today cause I just unlocked it. Um, which means I'm not that far into the game cause I think it's pretty quick that you unlock it, but I really like this third one a lot, but tell me about you, you cause you've been running mage right now, which I didn't make it that far as. So, so tell me like what you I made it about. to the final boss of the second section on make, the I mage. Made, I made it to the second section and maybe like two or three fights in it and just got wiped um, by like a blob. May, oh my God. So this is like, it's so nerdy to like, it's one of those games where I, it almost reminds me of, I mean, not, not in the same way, but like, when we would talk about like playing games of Battlefield with each other, yeah, you know, a bunch of years ago, we were like, and then uh, a plane fell out of the sky, yeah, and and this happened, and this, but like, it kind of weirdly has that feeling right now for me, but with like cards, yeah, <laughs> where I'm like, okay, so I was playing the mage character, and I kept getting, they kept giving me the option for different poison cards. I saw, I didn't even get. It. So I I got the first one, and then there was, like, a, uh, one chance encounter where it was like, do you want to have one random card get leveled up? And I was like, sure, leveled up my poison card. The next card I could choose was add poison to all enemies. Oh, nice. Took that one. Then another one was, like, just another poison card. And then I was able to stop at a blacksmith thing or whatever. It was like, do you want to level up a card? And I was like, sure, level up my poison cards. And then kept getting more. So I was getting to the point where I would just stack uh poison on guys and they were just wiping out in about three or four turns on their own and they would have crazy armor and that obviously goes through it so i wouldn't have to worry about anything with that i it's crazy that i played like a couple of rounds as the mage and i never got a poison card this is like like i like the idea that there are so many cards out there that i haven't even seen yet with effects that i don't know about man i I uh, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed playing as the mage character. I felt like the problem with that game, though, I gotta say, is you're getting into the later part of it. Mm-hmm. Like that was one thing I noticed when I was getting to like when I was on the sap. Because I got, first I got with the iron clad, right? That's yeah. what called. Yep. I got to like again, like maybe halfway through the second section with him, and I just start, started noticing like. Man, the bad guy, like, once I got, like, three, or, like, maybe one more than three, once I got a few rounds in against the bad guy, they were able to put on so much armor that I could never get through it even if I tried. Yeah. Uh, And that got a little frustrating, because I was like, all right, I don't know, I can't, I don't know how to come back. Yeah. Uh, And if I did put everything into attacking, I got completely wiped. Yeah. Um, But I guess that's just strategy, that's just the way the cookie crumbles on it, but... (laughs) But it can be tough. Um, yeah. That game is super tough. Oh, yeah. man, that is a big old daddy long legs. <laughs> uh, so, Do we need to stop this podcast? No, no, he's fine. He's just chilling. Right. Uh, he's not really moving. Is he dead? I think he's, no, he's hanging. He's got, he looks like he's, he's in a good spot. All right. Just chilling. I mean, do you leave spiders? It depends on how close they are to my bed. This guy's pretty close. Yeah, see, that that doesn't work for me. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about it. (laughs) 
Uh, so, I don't the know. The worst they, is when you see a spider, then you, like, turn away uh, to do something else, and it's not it's, the same spot you left it. Oh, you're like, it's, yeah, 100% know what you mean. <laughs> That's, uh, but this game is, I, I really recommend this to anyone. Yeah. Uh, and I think regardless of the collectible card stuff or roguelike or RP, like, I guess RP, I don't know if I say it. RPG, it does but, have RPG elements, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's so fun. And the first night I played it, I think two hours or so went by and I like did not even notice. Yeah. And for such a, a game with such long runs. Yeah. The fact that when I die after one, I want to go right back into it. Yep. And I'm not completely frustrated and just like, well, there goes two hours. I never want to play this again. Right. And and I definitely have had the same feeling with that. I, I really liked a couple of, like, the run that I had with the mage character. I, I kept consistently getting a card that was, like, uh, every turn, you like, at the end of your turn, one damage is dealt to you, and four damage is dealt to every enemy. And, and I would, like, just play that immediately. And, I, and it was just, it was such a great feeling. And now... Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't get... So, again, I, I only made it to, like, the second... Um, I think I actually got to the, the city, which is the second level um, with the mage. But now that I have this new one, which is like, it's it's weird because you get, like, you have these three orb slots that are, like, flying around you at all times. And they could be really? like, they could be lightning. They, like, you'll have cards that will give you different elemental effects that in these orbs. Then at the end of your turn, like, the orbs will, like, start shooting enemies and they have like uh like th like three max uh counters on them so like after three turns it'll be gone but you're constantly like replenishing these orbs so it'll be like uh frost dark lightning um and, and so you'll be doing like extra damage at the end of all of your turns to the enemies um you have like a little bit i think you this is the lowest hp that i've had i think of all the characters um but i've been like i've been upgrading like specific cards in there to like just to, like, oh, like, I can do, like, there's a card, like, if you have, like, these orbs, you uh, play this card, and it just it spends all of the orbs immediately and just, like, attacks, like, however many times you have. And it's awesome. Wow. Um, so I would recommend, like, get through this run, because I bet once you're done with this run, you're going to unlock the third character. And oh, no, I, I, I haven't locked it. I just haven't tried oh, it okay, yet. yeah, yeah. So try it out. I think that it's super fun to play. I think that all the three, um, even though, like, two are kind of mage-like, they all feel completely different, um, like play styles. Uh, so this was in an early access for a while, right? Like it was, this yeah. around for a bit. It has been, yeah. People have like been crazy about this game for a long time. Uh, man, I wish this was on iOS. I know this is a perfect iOS game. I don't know. I'd play the shit out of this on my phone. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I so far, I like can't say enough good things about Slay the Spire. And yeah, you're playing on Switch, right? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, it runs great on there, I'm sure. It does, yeah. It runs super great. Yeah, what are you playing on? Uh, Xbox One. Okay, yeah, I'm sure it runs even better. Yeah, I just wish I could be playing it all the time. Yeah, I've been playing it on trains, and I just get, like, sucked into it on the train. And then it's like, oh, shit, it's my stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is... I think that this is definitely going to be, like, one of my favorite games of the year. Yeah. I, I really like it. Uh, shit, what was, the, what was the iOS game that you got me super into, the card... Uh, RPG. I thought you hated that one. No, not not um, the other one. Oh, fucking Solitarica. Yeah, Solitarica. When I was done with Solitarica, I was I started looking up like what are other uh, card roguelikes that I could play, and Slay the Spire kept coming up, and I, and so I was just waiting for it to come out on Switch for so long. Wow. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's pretty rad. Yeah. I yeah I man again I I'm probably gonna play this as soon as we get done. Yeah, I might as well. Like I keep thinking like oh I can go into Bloodstain, but I kind of just want to finish the run that I'm on right now. All right, so I think that is it for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So besides Slay the Spire, the only other game I've been playing is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh my god. Yep. So Sweet. three houses are in Fire Emblem. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, that's it now. Um, so I finished one of the routes. Oh, wow. Yep. So that was about 40 hours. Um, and it was fantastic. Um, and I took, like, it, I took, like, one of the shorter routes. There's there's the three houses. Each have at least one route. And then one house happens to have two, uh, where it splits. And uh, so I took that alternate route and uh, finished it up. And I really, really enjoyed you know, the story and all of its, like, ridiculous anime BS that happens during it. Sure. Um, but so I decided to kind of, like, look through and, like, see the differences between the other routes and, and uh, like, the really just, like, let me see what these final battles are all like because I want to see who the big baddie is at the end of all these things because... Uh, no, um, and for the most, like, three of them, including the one that I was in, all have kind of, like, the same final boss and then one other route has a completely different final boss... And so now I'm like, okay, I think I need to, like, go into my new game plus uh, with these dudes. Uh, because I'm really interested interested to see uh, what happens. I gotta say, like, there's a first half and a second half to this game. Um, and and after this split where you kind of, like, uh, defy one path and, and take another one, it gets messed up. Like, some crazy crap happens. Like, uh, like from a game, gameplay perspective uh, and, like, character perspective. Um, so I was really into so much of the stuff that was going on. Uh, I, I think that the, the systems all work really well together. I, I think you're basically playing, you know, a Fire Emblem. You're playing a strategy JRPG. Um, yeah. but it is, it's a fantastic playing, uh, strategy RPG. Uh, I think that like all the school stuff that happens in between is good, um, I was really enjoying having like all these conversations with people for a little while. And then by the end of it, I was like, I'm having tea with these people and talking to them. And this is like kind of a mini game. And I feel weird about doing this on a train. So I'm going to stop doing this. Um, but man, I got, I can't, this game is so good. This game, I, gotta, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I, I have not played this. I, I think it's better than like birthright and, and conquest and all that. Like, I, I think that it's got like a really good story I think that like there, there's a decent maturity level to a lot of the story that they're trying to tell. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of anime bullshit, but it's not too much anime bullshit. So like I feel okay. Um, How long did that uh, that one run take you? About that one. About forty hours. Oh, that seems like that's actually a little shorter for a, a Fire Emblem, right? Yeah, and this is and that was the shortest route. Um, by like four chapters, so I would say like a normal, like I would think like forty-five to fifty, like depending on how much you're doing and stuff like that, um, is like a pretty normal uh, time if you if you take one of like the normal size routes. But uh, yeah. I think I'm going to jump back in. Like I, I'm taking a break now because I'm excited for Astral Chain, uh, and I want to play that. Yeah, that's on Friday. That's yeah. pretty exciting. So I'll probably like you know play that and then. And jump back into Fire Emblem after that, and, and go with uh, the Blue Lion route because that's the that's the route that I really want to see uh, the end of next um, from like the story perspective. But, 
but so going from the last Fire Emblem to this, you can like definitely see a, a a straight line from like where they've been been going, and like you know instead of making it three games, yeah, yeah, one, like yeah, I could have, I honestly could have seen them doing the same thing and just being like twenty nine ninety nine each or something like that, and like you choose the you buy the route at the beginning or some stupid crap like that, and they didn't do that, thank God. Um, and, and so it's great that you can play through the game, like, you're locked into the route once you choose your class at, like, the end of chapter one, before you know basically anything about these people, which kind of sucks. But, um, you know, you can recruit people and, and things like that, but, uh, then kind of, like, being able to jump right into New Game Plus, where you can, you get a couple, like, some things transfer over, which is good, um, and you can, like, re-roll who you are and what class you want to choose to, to, to side with, so I, I like that this model way more than I like the, the whole conquest. Yeah, I think I think anyone would, right? Yeah. Like rather than buying three games literally three games, right? Because you had to buy the two box ones and then one digital one, right? Yeah. Or if you got the limited edition, you just got all three on one cart. Which I mean come on guys. I know. I have I still have an unopened copy of that limited edition. What is that going for? Not enough. Not enough for that I have held on to it for like four years. I'm really waiting for like just like this thing to for me to be the last person selling it and to go for like ten grand and be like, oh yeah, let's do this. Let me tell you, holding on to video games in the hopes that they go up in price is a fool's errand, Alex. Yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for my my copy of uh, Dark Void to finally appreciate. Oh yeah, that's gonna that's gonna go up in value soon, man. Just wait for it. They're not making yeah. that anymore. They're not making that anymore. But no, dude, you gotta get Fire Emblem. It's great. It's it's really great. All right, yeah, I, I'm I'm heading upstate for uh, the long weekend, so nice. that's it's a good time to play it if you're not just playing Slay the Spire. I no, I can't because I don't have that on Switch. I oh, might just get right. that. I might buy that on Switch though. That's not a bad idea. Uh, the the only thing with Fire Emblem, it does take like it takes like a couple. It probably takes like two three hours until it really starts getting going. Um, because, like, they they spend a lot of time... They assume you've played a Fire Emblem game before. So there's, like, you know how the battling and the tactics and all this stuff works. But you've never run around a school before, so there's a lot of time spent on doing that. And I'm just like, I get it. I've played, I've played like, Trails of Cold Steel and Persona and, like, all these... Yeah, like, these are, you have gone to Japanese high school. I have gone to Japanese high school, and I get what's going on here. Like, um, how many diplomas do you think you'd have oh right now? So, like, at least 14. At least 14 diplomas, all from different schools. Uh, mechanically, but again, uh, mechanically, has anything else changed up? Like, is there any class that's new? Is there any... There's a lot of... Any move? There's a lot of new... There's a lot of classes in general that, uh, as you are, like, developing, you get, like, these... Um, they're seals, and you use these seals as like to to have one of your characters take an exam. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it tells you like, uh, oh, your character has a hundred percent chance of uh, passing this exam, and then they become that class. Fuck, I love that. <laughs> um, so stupid. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Uh, one of the really, I guess, either good or annoying things, depending on how you consider it. Um, at the beginning of the school month, I believe is what's been said, is that uh, they're, like, it rolls your random seed. Um, so if you say, like, if your character has, like, a 72% chance or something to uh, get this class, and you, and, you, uh, and you spend the money and they fail the exam, but you, like, save scum before it and try to do it again, they will always fail. Uh, and in the same way, if you are, like, in, in, like, a battle situation, if you have your character and, like, you send them yeah. out... 
and they and you're like, okay, I need this person to hit right now, and they completely and they like whiff completely, and then they get hit for like a critical and die, and then you rewind time and do the exact same thing again. You will get the exact same outcome. So it's really not, yeah. So it's not worth it to like just like let me just try again. You need to do That's good to know because I'm I'm an idiot enough that I would just start like, why is the same thing happening? Yeah, no, it's it is that randomness is already set in at like the beginning of like that month. That's interesting. Everything. So if you want to do like you need to choose a different tactic for it, and, and then that'll hit. But the, the, if you do the same thing again, you will get the exact same results every time. I feel like me playing a, a strategy game like that is like you know, you know, in The Simpsons when. Lisa's experimenting on uh, Bart and the hamster. Yeah. Uh, and and <laughs> the, the cupcake, like, wired up to, <laughs> to electrodes. Yeah. Wow. Keeps Win it. Win it. A wise guy, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah. I would have yeah. done the same thing, but I but I read a bunch. I was on, like, the Reddit threads, and they were just like, yeah, no, it's all set. So you don't don't worry about doing the same thing over and over again, because you will get the same results. Awesome. Yeah. So good, you know, that's a good, that's a tip. That is a pro tip going into Fire Emblem. Uh, all right, Takes, you want to take a break? Let us take a break, and we will be right back. And we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Alex. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Tiggs. Thank you very much. So, Alex, we've been talking recently. About how expensive games are. Well, it, it, so anyway, well, as as you know, if you listened last time, uh, as we were on the podcast, I noticed my Gamers Club Unlocked yes. membership was finally deactivated after it's been, I think that program has been dead for a while. Yep. But I was still getting 20% off all games. Yeah. And not, not anymore. Not anymore. And... That was that was a program that was too beautiful to live. It was. It it, it was. Listen, like being able to buy any game at any time on top of any other discount with an extra twenty percent off. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's it's very good. Yeah. Um, so, pretty much that's how I I think for the last three years, I I, I have I will say that it worked. I bought things only at. Uh, what's it called? Only at Best Buy. And the thing was, too, you got 20% off all of, like, like Skylanders and shit like that. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Like, everything else. Like, I, if I had known, because it was just up, it was still working the week before, I would have pre-ordered everything for the the winter. Oh, that would have been a good idea, yeah. And had it already, but sadly... It's crazy that like that it went under when it really seems like it was such a good utility for people. Like you, like you were exclusively buying games at Best Buy at this point. Like I wonder why it just it just wasn't feasible. I don't know, and I, I I'm sure that it's again like like I'm saying like it can be compounded on with other stuff, and on top of that you got like double of their points. Ooh. So I was getting. Uh, getting gift certificates, on, gift top certificates of on top of that. So I had I had a lot of, of, of yeah. So I was paying what like to, like at most I was paying forty seven dollars for a new game. That's not bad. It's not bad at all, man. Yeah, and but I bought everything. Like I'm sure I don't know. I actually I don't know quite why that went under. While Amazon brought back its ten dollar discount on pre-ordering right 
Is it still there? I don't remember if it's actually still going. I know they brought it back for a little while, but um, I, I don't know if it's still going. I I don't know. Maybe I'll look and see if. Right, what, what's uh? What's wait wait? Sorry, what's the game this Friday? It's Astral Chain. Astro, that is such a I couldn't. That name is does not mean anything. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I guess they don't do that anymore. Yeah, I think there was there were there are some games that I think they still do it for, but I don't, it's not like ubiquitous. Like it used to be, like you would pre-order a game, it would be like twenty bucks off, and if that game got delayed, you would just get like ten bucks every time it got delayed. Oh my god, I know that was the best. That that was that was great. I was hoping games would get delayed at that point. And not to say that, like, listen, it's not to say that games are. Like, it's weird. I don't know. Like, games are probably both, at the same time, the cheapest they've ever been. Yeah, they haven't gone up in price since, like, Halo 3. Like, or that, that's when, like, the $60 price... Like, Point was, really became yeah. stuck. And that was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, so if you think about it, I mean, chances are we're probably doing okay mm-hmm. in terms of game prices. But there's just so many games now. Uh, listen, I want to play everything. I know. <laughs> and it is a lot. Like, 60 bucks is still as much as I just said. That's a lot. So, you know, back in back in the day, we had to kind of make our, like, I don't know. We, well, right now, we have stuff like Game Pass. Which is a really good option. Like, like, like we have, we have services, which are going to, like, I guess you could do the PS, was it the PS Now? Yeah, the PS Now stuff. Is that still going? I think that's only on PS4 now. I think they dropped it from they dropped every it from other... everything else, yeah. But again, that that's a decent viable option for it. That's like, what, that was like 100 bucks a year, and you got to play, like, all these games. But I don't know how often, like, new games were really added to that. With Game Pass, like, the Xbox exclusives go there, like, day and date, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, and like, for instance, yeah, what's it? We just said Blair Witch. Blair Witch Gears is going to go there. You're going to get it early there. Like that's, that is a, that's enticing. Yeah. So. And that's, how much is that? That's a hundred something a year? Yeah. Cause what is it? Is it, is it $9 a month? I think so. Yeah. So say 120 bucks a year, which I mean, if you play. It's two games. Yeah. yeah. Two or three games. That's, that's not bad. Now you're not getting every game on that though. Like that's, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, the way I figured, you know, Gears, I, I, and a few others. But for me, what makes it most worthwhile is, like, the indies. Yeah. Uh, even though I guess those are the ones that probably need the money the most. <laughs> those are the cheapest ones as well. Yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bad now. Well, maybe they get some profit share of some sort. I'm sure they get something. I'm sure that they get something out of it. Like, that would be insane if they did. Uh, but, yeah, so... I guess, like, what was it? Like, you know, ten years ago, you had to you had to find your. There was kind of a wild west of, of like weird game discount and trading and all those services. GameFly was still going. GameFly was huge still. I was a bona fide member for a very long time. Now, until when was that again? I don't know. Like sooner, like more recently than I would probably care to admit. I would almost say like 2013 or 2014. I probably ended that. Maybe 2015. What? No, I thought it would be like 2016, 2017. I, maybe I can look it up. Maybe let's see if I can actually see if I can find. Is GameFly even still up? Wow, 
it's it's gotta still be going. It's still going. It's still going. Let me sign in. Let me sign in. Oh my gosh! Look at this. This is crazy. This brings back memories. Would you like to restart your membership? Mm, no. <laughs> let's see if it. Let, let's see if on here it tells me the last time. Maybe if I just look at my credit card history. So no. Okay, that's actually that's that's a relatively recent credit card. So it's probably it's probably been pretty recent. Um, let's see on my systems. Uh, Nintendo Switch is not checked off in my system, so it was pre-Nintendo Switch coming out, I think. So at least two years. Yeah. Okay, that's not that bad. I really wish I could find... Oh, rental history. Here we go. Oh, purchase history. So, oh my god. Right, what was the last thing you got on there? Do I really have to say? Yes, please. So the last thing I got was Mafia 3. Alright. Um, for PS4 on um, uh, March of, of 2017. That is a lot sooner than I knew it. I freaking knew that you still had Gamefly. That that. Can I tell you what the game I had before Mafia Three on PS4 was? Please do. <laughs> Mafia Three on Xbox One. Why? I don't know. Are <laughs> Technica over here having to like try out both of them? So here's the thing with Gamefly is that like sometimes you would put some. Sometimes I would put like since I only had one disc out at a time. Uh, and I didn't yeah. know which one would come. I would just put both copies onto uh, onto my queue. So if one was like one was out at that point, I would get the next one. Sure. And then that, that makes like, sense. And then I didn't update my queue, so I got Mafia Three twice. Did you play it twice? I think I did. That's 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 the best part. Playing that guitar twice. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, uh yeah. I'm trying to find my phone's at five percent. I'm just oh, trying nice. to find a cord. I'm looking. At, I'm looking through some other things that I got here. Let's see here. Um, Knights of Azure. That I don't. I don't remember playing that for more than. I don't know what that is. Uh, Nero. Ever, nothing ever remains obscure. I don't remember that game whatsoever. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Does nothing remain obscure? Uh, did, that, did that title age well? That game definitely remained. Oh, okay. This. This. All of the art for this looks really reminiscent, but um, it looked like it was some like side-scrolling something or other. Very pretty side-scroller. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan. Oh, and then the classic Homefront the Revolution. What? Oh, was that the, was that the platinum? Was that the platinum game that that uh, yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one? It was, yeah. yeah. And then for three months, I had Far Cry Primal out because um, my roommate was obsessively playing it at that. Wow. Time. She's, I had Rainbow Six Siege on PS4 and Xbox One, like, back-to-back as well. I did this a lot, man. Wasteland 2 director's Wait. cut. Mad Max. I remember getting Mad Max and playing that for a little bit and just being like, all right, I'm done. Oh, The Order 1886. Wow. See, that was a worthy... That was a worthy... Uh, sure, that is a Gamefly game. Yeah, that was worth it. Tropico 5? Jesus. Oh, man. This wow. was this is sad. This is just... This is just a list of, like, B-tier games at best. Yeah, I'll say that's this fascinating trip down Tig's Lane. This is oh the Talos Principle, man, the Talos Principle. That game wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, that game was pretty good. Yeah, man. But then I think it like came to like uh, PS Plus, and I was like, oh, I don't need this anymore. Yeah. Like that's, but the thing is, those programs now though, I feel. Feel like are kind of ramping down a little bit. 
we're kind of getting, I don't know. I feel like PS plus is going down to just two games now and they're not really putting, I don't know. Like they're, they got rid of the Vita stuff. Yeah. Which is got rid of PS3, which is fine. But, but I feel like the last like three months of PS plus has been like a little like, meh. Was there, so I, I don't know what's even been out on PS plus for the last couple of months. Has there been anything like worthwhile? Um, as I say that, I actually did like that that racing game that was kind of like Outrun and stuff like that that I talked about. Last oh yeah, time. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought that game was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that, like I I will look and see what's coming to PS Plus, and then I I'm rarely like, oh yeah, this this is something that I really want to. Um... All right, well, let's see, let's see what it is for this month. Okay, uh, these are at least the UK games. I don't know if they're the same. But apparently they leaked. Uh, oh, Sniper Elite Four Oof. is out right now. Okay. Well, oh, they they release them tomorrow. Oh, okay, nice. Uh oh, it's apparently going to be Shadow of the Colossus. Ooh, I own that. That's awesome. Um, that's a good and one. The order okay. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be the Order eighteen eighty six Nio Last Guardian Shadow of the Colossus. Wow, that's a lot. Yep, that is a lot. What Holy are, shit. Have they been doing four games, like, consistently? No, they've been doing two. That's what I thought. That's crazy. Okay. Oh, you're saying these are, these are the guesses of what it's going to be. Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind, then. Still, still really cool. People are, are guessing it might be Little Nightmares, because they just uh, released their, their uh, sequel, or they just teased their sequel at Gamescom. Okay, nice. Um, uh, I, I never played that, but I always kind of wanted to. It's okay. I... I played like an hour and a half of it. Okay, not it worth fun. it. Okay, no, it was good. It, it was very like you know, um, like kind kind of like almost limbo or whatever type inspired side scroller, like kind of creepy. Yeah, side scroller. Um, this wasn't the game where you had to like keep feeding thing in things into like a oven or something like that. What was that game? I don't remember. All right, um, but our but so how are at this point when we're still like just gluttons for games um trying to play as much as we can and if you don't want to go the subscription service route what are some other ways that you can really get some some decent cheap games nowadays well well nowadays you do the bundle the yes. bundle road yeah. yeah which is a very good um, that's what you're going for that, um that's one of the that's definitely one of the routes um so humble bundle do you still subscribe to Humble Month Humble Monthly? No, but I used to for a couple of, for probably about a year, and it was it, there was just ne- it never gave me anything that I really wanted until like it's actually it's funny because the the banner up right now says play play the uh, slay the spire now yeah that, that, some- I, I get those emails still and I'm just like got it on Switch I wish there was like a humble Switch bundle because there's so much stuff that comes out on the Switch every month to just give me like four or five free indie games. Well, not free, but like, I will pay like this much money and just give them to me. I will gladly give that. Yeah. Um, the humble store seems like it's okay. Sometimes like there seems like they, they have like, you know, okay. Discounts and stuff. Yeah. Green man game. I think still has some pretty good discounts for most of it. Um, yeah. Usually you get 20% off pretty newish games on there. Um, G two A. I don't know how valid or like legitimate G two A is, but they... I think that's one of those weird key sites, right? Yeah, I think so. But like, if you need, you know, I'm not saying you should put your money in there. You probably shouldn't. But 
you're probably you might get a cheap game out of it, and then you might get that key revoked later. Because <laughs> I think have, it was one of those sites that had like the Fallout Four keys revoked or something like that. Really, I think so. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think like game. I mean, at least with Humble, you can do like different type of bundles. Like they have books and um... yeah, they, they've got some. They've got good bundles. Um, but the the problem with it is is that it's mostly always PC. Like, there are sometimes the Sony bundles, but that's basically all you're going to get out of it. And then those are, like, once every, like, six months. They did, they did, like, they did a Nintendo bundle once. Or they did, yeah, they did, like, the... Th- I remember the 3DS bundle, which I, like, jumped into. Yeah. But, again, it's not... It's not it's not a lot. Like, it's... Especially when we're trying to get things. Like, I play things. Like, I wish that everyone had a Games Pass-type service, because um, I would be super into it. I think that the cheapest place to get games at this point is just to go on eBay. In all honesty, like I think that that is still like really again, okay. So let's say, and again, buyer beware. But all right, well, let's say I want Sekiro. Okay, uh, I want Sekiro. Uh, how much? Okay, oh, goddamn it! <laughs> all right, how much will I? Do you think I can bit. get that for? Um, I would probably say twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, thirty four or forty. Okay, I like these people trying to uh, sell it for eighty four. What? Yeah, 29, I see. So here we go. Securo PC, region-free, very fast delivery, $3.80. Probably, probably shouldn't buy that. Here we go. Securo Shadows Die Twice, game for Xbox One, new sealed, $20.50. I don't know if you're going to get... eBay is not... Yeah, I see that one. I don't know why I don't trust that guy. <laughs> but it's got a picture of the game sealed. No, and again, these are, like, a lot of these, sometimes you're going to take your money in your hand, but I still, like, I, you can get decently, but it's just not a legitimate way. Like, the the best legitimate ways to get these games are, you either sign up for the subscription service, which I think is a viable solution. I think that PS Plus will give you good deals, like, they have a lot of sales, which is very nice. Oh, yeah, I actually, and, and you know what, that probably, well... I don't know what actually gets the people that make the games the most. Right. Apparently it's Epic Store. Apparently it's Epic Store because they like they just pay you to be on that store at this point. Control is is right. Control is currently exclusive to Epic Store. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which is Are which is cool. About that? Uh probably. But have, have you signed up have you bought anything on? Nope. The Epic Store. Yeah. No. Not yet. Uh but I will I probably will for control. Like that's that's a game that I am very intrigued about right now. Um, return to form for Remedy. It seems it seems weird. It seems cool. And if Epic is the only place I can get it, then I will probably end up getting it on uh, just the Epic Store because I don't know when it's going to come to Steam. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we sound like bad people right now talking about how we tried to get stuff for cheap. But it's something. I mean, when there's so many good games out there to play, it's something that you think about. Like, I guess you can always wait. Like uh, th- that's yeah. the best option is to wait because right. games drop in price probably more quickly now than they ever have. Unless you're looking at Nintendo first party or like a Rockstar game, they they drop within the first two months to probably like half price. You you could find most games that came out like two months ago, three months ago for ha- like twenty nine ninety nine right now. Wait, uh, wait, what what's the game that came out? Uh, look up Devil May Cry. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, on wait, where where? Hold on. Uh, just Google Devil May... Go, go to App... Well, maybe not Amazon. Uh, I wrote Devil May... Uh-oh, I, wrote, I left out the cry. I just wrote Devil May 5. 
That, you might. That, that would have been a pretty good name for the game, honestly. Uh, all right, let's see here. Bye, Devil May Cry 5. Why, why can't... All right, let's see what that is on Steam. It's so, not on Steam. Um, it's currently... Is it not on Steam? I have it on Steam. I'm looking at it right now on Steam. 60 bucks. 40 bucks on Amazon. Um, so it's a third off already. Um, Walmart, also 40 bucks. Best Buy, 40 bucks. Play Asia, $30. There you go. Got to just go through Play Asia. Get it shipped. It's, but it's like $10 shipping, so what's the point? Yeah. Um, okay, hold on. So I need. I got another one to look up. Let's look up Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yeah, GameStop right now is $59.99 new, $54.99 used. That's crazy. They're still doing that shit. So crazy. All right, so Devil or not Devil? Resident Evil Two Remake on Amazon right now is thirty three ninety nine for PS Four. Yeah, thirty nine nine. Yeah. So and again, it's a couple months, but like if you're willing to wait like a couple months for it, then these games drop in price a lot. More than a couple months. Wow, it came out uh, March eighth, and that's. I mean, again, it's a significant drop in price. Like, yeah, and and I think that a lot of times you will find deals on these games within the first month or two, and then they'll, like, go back up in price, but there will be, like, a big sale, uh, and, and that thing will drop, so, like, if you're willing to wait a little while. Sure. Because... You gotta play You gotta play Resident Evil 2 Remake. I have. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't beat it yet, but I, I put it in, like, three hours so far. Did we talk about that on the show? Yeah. Oh, good on you. Yeah, I got that in, like... May? Oh. Um, was it full price? I believe I did pay full price. <laughs> no, I got 20% off. Yeah, there it is. Aww. All right. Uh, well, because I was saying, like, I don't know. I guess people like us will always try to be, I don't know, try to be somewhat thrifty. Uh, Until we I'd smarten up and just play less games. Yeah, just play less games is the way to do it. Um, there's, I don't know, I guess. Trying to think, I had I had an article or something. I was trying to do. You, do you do any like the uh, like slick deals, like any of those weird things? Like I don't. I do. I think that uh, CAG um, cheap ass gamer is still pretty good. Yeah. Um, I used to so, really like their podcast. I used to listen to their podcast. Oh yeah, Cheapy D and yeah, the other guy I can't remember his name. The Beaver. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that like their persona? Like, if you looked at like the, they had like drawings of them. I th- I could re- swear that one guy was dressed up in like a beaver suit. One of them was in GPT was DLC for Saints Row. Oh, that's right. That's crazy. Oh man. So I don't think there's anything on the Epic Game Store on Green Man Gaming at this point. That makes sense. I guess they're they're controlling that ecosystem. Um. Oh, here's a good resource. Okay. Maybe this is just something that people could take away from this. Is there any deal.com? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That one I have. I have that up right now. Um, I had never heard of that before, but that's so a, it's a good spot. If I write Devil May Cry 5 in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it shows me how much it's going for. Historic low, current best. See, that's pretty good. This is a this is like a good site um, to, to check out whenever you're trying to find like decent deals on games right now. From from what I like, and it seems pretty legit. Um, it's it's not like it doesn't seem to be trying to get you to buy anything. It's just kind of just just an informational site for like what are the cheapest and uh, deals that you can get on games and 
what their historic cheapness has been. So, like, if you see, like, oh, it's up in price, it's probably going to drop again soon. Wait, because is Gamer's Gate? Which I will again never be comfortable saying that name. Is that one legit? I don't know. I think it might be, but it might be another one of those key. Because I think Green Man Gaming at one point was a non-legit site that eventually became legit. Because I think I remember like hearing podcasts about like I don't know going to Green Man Gaming is kind of shady. Um, like they were getting like Russian keys or something or like whatever that was like that all like G two A and stuff like that were getting. But like that's. I think that they have now gone like full legit, and they're and they get like real Steam keys and stuff, like straight from developers. Good, you know. Uh, I guess what's it like? CD Projekt Red used to be, right? Didn't they used to be? They were GOG. I know, but like, didn't when they were like first selling, not selling. Uh, I guess like translating stuff because they were like, right? Weren't they like translating things into Polish or all that, and they had to be kind of pirating them, and then they went legit. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, but that's why they like. They are, it's not that they're totally cool with piracy, but they, like, don't, like, put any DRM on their games. Yeah. Uh, oh, people are saying online that... Did you look up, is Gamers Gate legit? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and now you're you're tagged for something at this point. I know, right? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know, I mean, have you ever gone... Have you ever bought like physical games off like a Craigslist or like a at like like a people selling things like a let go or anything like that? Or? I don't think so, but I've heard people. I've heard like decent. St- I've never heard any like horror stories coming out of it. Um, that's not to say that there aren't, but but it's I don't know because like if you're doing a Craigslist, you basically have to go to that person's place, right? Like, well, I guess you could meet like at a. Uh, uh, a, a public place. Still too much. I don't, like, the the person who is selling me my game and myself, like... I don't want any contact. I don't want to have any contact with this person. I don't want them to have, like, I, I'll do it at a retail store because they don't have my cell phone number. Yeah, there's so many crazy sites right now, like, E-Starland. There's a lot of weird sites like that that I don't know how legit any of them are. I never trust any of these. Uh, because like we were saying before we started, I did, uh, the game trading thing for a little while. Goozex. Goozex. There's more of those now. Like, there's play and trade, I think, and some other stuff that are, like, similar. They're keeping the Goozex spirit going. Yeah, yeah, there's playandswap.com, which, I mean, I think that, it sounds like a, like a swingers site. Like, that's... Just the movie, like, uh, fans of the movie Swingers. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to go this route, which is still game, the exact... This, which is still not giving any money to the developers. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's not any better, I don't think, than, than most of the other ones that, like... It, for whatever reason, I, I think, I, I'm like, I don't want to do that, but I would, like, if I had a physical disc, like, I like I would totally give, like, I gave you that, like, the Mega Man 11. Like, yeah, you, you go and play this. Like, that's totally fine with me. I know. Oh, you. sure. Because you're not trying to profit off it. That's Right. Uh, and I think that, that listen, if, if there was a way to, like, without commodifying it and making it weird and probably exploiting it, if there was a way to do, like, game trading online in a way that was, like, People aren't going overboard with it or anything like that, and like I don't feel disgusting after using it. Yeah, then I think that that's a totally fine thing, and I, I think especially when it comes to like 
if I have a, a, a 360 game that no one, no one that, no one besides GameStop would be making money off of. Right. Sure, I'd rather ship it to uh, some weirdo somewhere and then have them ship me some weird game. Like, That's, I yeah. don't know. I, I I totally get that. Like, um, right? Like, 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 rather than like trading that into GameStop, getting two dollars for it, if that, and then having someone else pay thirty dollars to GameStop. Yeah. Like, no one wins on that. Besides GameStop. GameStop. Yeah, right. Who just laid up a whole bunch of people. So maybe you should be trading in those games. Oh, God. Now now, now we have to save GameStop. <laughs> Shit. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's weird because in a world where uh, we are buying licenses more than games. Which I don't like that ideal because like we can lose that license, right? Like they still own the rights sure. to that license. And that makes me feel weird more than anything else. Oh yeah. I mean, there's games I'm sure. Gosh, I want to say there must be some games that I mean PT, but that was free, but still like that's, that's gone. Sure. But I, I have to assume there's even things that we've paid for that are unavailable from like the 360 or that just people haven't made a fuss over yet. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I didn't, like, those old ports of Doom, didn't they disappear for a while? They did, but I think that was a mistake. Oh, what? Okay. I think those all came back. Like, those got, like, delisted, and then, like, or they, they got delisted, and, like, like you were like, where are they? And they, like, you, it seemed like you had to pay full price, but I think that all came back. Um, yeah. Again, there, it's, it's all, it's, it's tough, and I think that the subscription services are our best route forward at this point, which is a weird thing to say because it's just another subscription service. And then like, do we really want to have like four? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like here, here, like much like, yeah, again, like same streaming stuff. It's, you only have so much, a finite number of things that you can subscribe or, you know, be a part of between your time and money. Right. Uh, And right now I'm a person that likes playing single player games. Same. Right? And with those, they're very disposable. Right? It's like... Those are the ones that drop in price the quickest as well. Yes. And the ones that, in terms of your own replayability, a lot of times, perhaps, you know, just speaking anecdotally for me, it's, you know, for what I get done with, with something, for the most part, I'm done with it. Right. Yeah, same. Um, so, I don't know. I, I kind of don't... Shit. I have honestly got... So, I, I thought that one decent route forward recently and this is and this was obviously a limited time offer and, and whatnot but th- there were the nintendo game vouchers um that you could buy like eight of and like you could get two for a hundred bucks and each one like you could redeem one of them for like uh like a specific set of like 60 dollar games so i did like so i got a bunch of them and um and and so i got like like dragon quest 11 like i redeemed one for dragon quest 11 uh, as for, for Switch. So I have that, like, preloaded now. Same thing with Astral Chain. So, like, that only ended up costing me, like, 50 bucks, um, but it was, like, a limited-time program, and hopefully they bring that back, because that was that was pretty good. Like, these were big-name releases uh, from pretty big publishers that were all, like, buying into this, and, you know, you get, like, a $10 discount on the games, and I thought that that was totally worth it for me. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. That actually, that, that sounds like... I would totally do that. Yeah. Um, because you know what? I am someone that weirdly likes buying day and date. Yeah, me too. 
And that's a dumb, dumb way to live. It's a stupid way to live. And like, I am telling you right now, it is, it's like, I have like pains in my chest right now that I haven't bought control yet. You don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. Like I'm going away in like two days. I won't be able to play it for a while. And like, so to play it for like, I don't even know, like for like an hour tonight, is that really worth it? As opposed to playing Bloodstained or just more Slay the Spire or something? Is it out tonight? Is it? Yeah, it's out today. Oh, wow. So maybe I should get it. So you're saying I should go buy it. Well, in that case, it's not today. <laughs> but, no, you don't need to You no. don't need to buy it. But it's something that I definitely want to get and want to play. And and I feel like, uh, I mean, I, I keep talking about, like, G2A or whatever like that, but I rarely, like, use most of these certain, like, I will buy things directly on Steam, and I will buy things directly from, like, the Nintendo eShop. Um, and that's kind of, like, I have just been buying digital games like through their retailers through like their official retailers and it's felt it's been good i gotta say like i've, I've definitely purchased yeah. less games and i've played like some games for longer amounts of time but like i don't know like resident evil 2 like burned through it in like uh like a couple of weeks and it was totally worthwhile but I, i've been like oh i should really go back to it haven't gone back to it but like that was like spent 60 bucks on that so I think that it was totally worthwhile because I think that was a really great experience. Same thing with Sekiro. Um, like, preloaded that on Steam. Like, got very excited for that to come out. Played through it. Um, enjoyed my time for the most part. Um, and I think that it's also a weird thing with digital games where because you don't have this physical media, you don't really have the concept of how much you've spent at this point, right? Yeah. And I'm someone that goes nuts on, on PS uh, sales and stuff like that. Like, the VR sale I bought just about man, just about like most of the stuff that didn't look completely terrible. Right. Um, and same thing with like old Steam sales. Like man, Steam oh, sales yeah. I go nuts on. Um, and especially like, the old version of it where not everything was all on sale at once. It was like the flash sales actually meant something. Oh, man. Flash sales were the best. Uh, you well, know, I wonder. So you're right. Many games. You're 100 percent right though. That like. Not buying physical stuff means it feels less real. Yeah, like, so I'm not real. I'm not spending real money right now. I'm not getting anything for this. So it like it becomes this weird, dangerous space. Um. Yeah, I don't know. And the other yeah. thing, like the digital digital games go on sale. I would say less often for the most part than the physical than physical counterparts, right? But like. <laughs> Yeah, I get. Yeah, you're right. I guess th- there's always more sales going on on digital, but but for something specific. But that's more. You're more shopping just to buy something than for something specific. Right. Like, I can't tell you. I look every week to see if Beat Saber is on sale. Really? Yeah. Has it been on sale yet? No. No. But like a thousand other games have. Right. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we. I don't know what we learned. I don't know. I think that is... Wait, what was the site called again? Is there any deal? Yeah. I think that is a good, just like good middle ground for all of it. Like, I think that is the the route forward for for us and for other crazy people like us. Like, to just kind of like keep an eye on it. I know Camel 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 is a pretty good price watch site where you can kind of, you can like sign up, see things. And I've only really looked at like DVD sets and stuff like that, but I'm pretty sure you can just put prices on anything and it watches Amazon and you can put in, like, when it hits this price, email me. And then it'll email you when, like, it hits a certain price. And, and like, things like that are good. Um, but, again, when you're when you're trying to get games and play games when they come out, like, it, that's, it's tough. 
Oh, absolutely. The, the, the moral of the story here is don't buy games. Don't play games because it's very expensive. Yeah, actually, it's good. It's good. That's, that's... that's what we should take away from all this. No. God. We spend a lot of money on games, Alex. But you know what? I, I enjoy almost all of them. Yeah, I guess, you know, our experience is not like probably 70% of people. Right. Like, like our Steam libraries are, like, mine's in the 800s. Mine too. Does it need to be? Um, I don't know how you're still above me on that, too. Like, that, like, I see that, I'm just like, how is Alex still have more games than me on this? I don't know. But there's, uh, there, I don't know. There, I don't think that there is a good way around it sometimes, but it's still. You know, I don't mind spending $60 on a game all the time. Me like, like Outer Worlds or whatever that one is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm totally going to pick that up right away. I will buy that day and date no matter what. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the thing is that, like, also, um, you know what? It might be better to, rather than, you know, Amazon stuff does have that save $10 in pre-order. But at the same time, waiting for reviews and all that is always sometimes the biggest money saver. Yeah, because that way you might not end up with something that is broken or not very good. Right. Uh, and you can wait, and it could be half price in six weeks, even if it is bad or broken. Like that you still want to try it. And typically, like the the games that get poor review scores will go on sale pretty quickly. Oh yeah, like I'm sure was like Anthem. Yeah, that was that dropped was, in price hella fast. It did. Yeah, Anthem dropped in price like uh, Fallout. 76, that was like $30 like the second week it was out. Yeah. So so there's always stuff like that happening. It's always good to wait for reviews. Um, find like a, a reviewer that you really like. Like find, yeah. not just a website, like find like... Yeah, someone who's, whose personality and taste matches yours. Yeah, exactly. And it's not always going to be 100% one-to-one, but the, that's the times that like you'll be able to like discern the the best idea for you. And the other thing is like don't just read the review scores. Read the whole read the whole review because a lot of times it'll be like I'll I'll see a review that's like in the 70s or 60s and I'll just be like all right, maybe this isn't worth it. And then I'll read through it and I'll be like, "Okay, yeah, this sounds very this like, sounds like maybe, something I would like." Yeah, and also that that review that number might just come from again it being broken at the moment when it's getting patched or something like that. I don't know. Right. And that's also another weird state that we've been in with games, like, now more than ever. And I think, like, poster child for this is No Man's Sky, where people are just like, this game is great now, and I just don't care. <laughs> but people say that that game is, like, is completely made up for, like, all of its lacking. Oh, yeah, now. there's there's a crazy, I mean, they have the crazy huge update now, uh, and a new one, I think, that just came out, or? It just came out, like, last week, I think. Uh, Beyond, yes, yeah, yeah, No Man's Sky Beyond, yeah, uh, yeah, that game has been out three years now. Yeah, it's a long time, and it's finally, it's finally there. But now it's, it apparently, it's finally worth playing as well. So that's something. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, good on you, right. Man's Sky. Yeah, we should bring this home, Alex. All right, takes you can find us on the web at, at shortofgaming.com. You can find us on Twitter at shortofgaming. Uh, Twitch.tv slash shortofgaming. Email us. Uh, griefpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, and iTunes, read us on there. And hold on, let me look it up and see if Colm has sent us anything. Hey, Colm. Uh, no. No, he has not. But there is a Dell Labor Day sale going on, in case anyone's wondering. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, there you go. Alex, 
Thank you for being here with me today. This has been, again, we've been doing this consistently, but I think we've been doing it because schedules are going to get crazy soon, so we just wanted to get a couple in. So might be, might be a little while. might be like a month or so in between the next one. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully not that long. Hopefully not that long. Hopefully we get some more game time in. Until then, this has been Tiggs and Alex for the group podcast. Good night. And good luck.